Welcome to today's podcast. This is Ray Martinez, and our study today is going to be out of the book of Deuteronomy, chapter 31, verse 6. And I've titled this message, Which Way Do I Go? How many know how people are feeling around the world now? Which way do we go? And what's going on with Russia and Ukraine and other parts of the countries that we are worried about how they're going to react to all this? Which way do we go? I think Deuteronomy 31.6 is timingly right for us to study. And it says, So be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid and do not panic before them. For the Lord your God will personally go ahead of you. He will neither fail you nor abandon you. This encouragement for Israel on the verge of taking possession of the promised land also states a general principle of God's care for his people. If you look at Hebrews 13.5, it's another example of of reciting what the Old Testament says. He says, I'm not going to ever leave you, and I'm not going to forsake you. When Moses delivered this message, he was 120 years old and said he wouldn't be crossing over to the promised land with them. This is an aging man that's giving a a specific message from God to the people. Many times in our decision-making process, we don't know which way to go. We might not know which way to go, but God does. The scriptures are clear that God will show us our path in life. He says he'll instruct us and teach us the way which we should go. And he says, I'm going to guide you with my own eyes. We can read that in Psalms 32, 8 and in Psalms 16, 11. If we read in Psalms 25, verse 9 through 10, it says, He leads the humble in doing right, teaching them his ways. The Lord leads with unfailing love and faithfulness and all who keep his covenant and obey his commands or his demands. We should learn to walk with godly behavior because the scriptures teach us that if we are being godly, he will direct the very steps that we take and he really enjoys every detail of our life. Even when we stumble, he says, I've got your hand so you don't get hurt. Psalms 37 verse 23 through 24 says, the Lord directs the steps of the godly. He delights in every detail of their lives. Though they stumble, they will never fall for the Lord holds them by the hand. He realizes you're going to stumble. That's clear in that message. When I used to babysit the Smotherman girls, they liked going on walks. And I always made sure that I held their hand so they didn't dart out in front of traffic or if they tripped on the sidewalk, I could break their fall from getting hurt. God sees us as his little children and he wants to watch every step that we take. Will we allow him to do so? Take a look at Psalms 37, verse 24. It says, Though they stumble, they will never fall, for the Lord holds them by the hand. We may feel like we're falling, but God says, I have you. Don't worry. Psalm 73, verse 24 says, You guide me with your counsel, leading me to the glorious destiny. This counsel means his advice. Can we take his advice? If so, he says it's 
going to lead us into a glorious destiny. We're going to have a great destiny wherever we're going. When we have to seek professionals in our lives, such as a doctor, a lawyer, maybe it's a professional consultant, or a repairman, if we don't take their advice by thinking we know better, the odds are you're going to fail, or it's not going to quite work out according to what you anticipated. I've personally tried to do my own plumbing work on a couple of occasions, and that's all. Only a couple of times it took me to learn, only to discover that I had caused twice as much damage and it cost me twice as much money than if I would have called the plumber in the first place. If we can just learn to listen to God's advice and stick with it, we know that all things work together for good. We read that in Romans chapter 8, verse 28. Psalms 121.8 says, The Lord keeps watch over you as he comes and he goes, both now and forever. Regardless of the direction that you take, God still says he's going to keep watch over you no matter what direction you go, and he'll continue to do that forever. Does that make sense? So the real question is, when will we yield to his guidance and let him direct our paths? Proverbs 3, 5, and 6. Trust in the Lord with all your heart, and do not depend on your own understanding. Seek his will in all you do, and he will show you which path to take. This was David's big teaching to Solomon. David's message to Solomon did not stress the privileges of being chosen as a king, but emphasized the responsibilities of assuming the throne. The primary obligation was to seek the Lord, to worship, and serve Him. Many of us like to be independent, and I can relate to that, but we also need to know how to depend on people in our life. Being dependent on God for our spiritual life can lead to a fruitful life here on earth for sure. Proverbs 16.3 says, Commit your actions to the Lord and your plans will succeed. And many times our spiritual life and our guidance in life comes from other people that God is using. So don't hesitate to rely on close friends that you can trust, that are spiritual friends, that are, that are spiritual guides for you through Christ. Keep that in mind. Isaiah 30, verse 21, Your own ears will hear him. Right behind you a voice will say, This is the way you should go, whether it's to the right or to the left. I love that verse. God makes suggestions to us, but are we willing to listen? Will we listen? You notice in this verse, he gives us a suggestion. Now it's up to us to decide if we will follow them or not. You probably have caught yourself not taking directions or suggestions people give you when you have to drive to a certain destination. Sometimes we even ignore Google Maps because we know better. <laughs> You're thinking to yourself, nah, I'm going to go this way. I think this will be a better route. And you end up lost or misguided and rerouting back to your original directions. We find ourselves like this with God many times. We have to go back to God and say, man, I messed up. <laughs> How do I straighten this out? Give me some direction, please. Isaiah 45, verse 2 says, 
this is what the Lord says. I will go before you, Cyrus, and level the mountains. I will smash down the gates of bronze and cut through the bars of iron. That's a powerful verse. When you think about this, the verse is a very profound statement. God is saying he is going to be in front of us, and if there's any obstacles, he's going to smash them. Regardless of how big they seem to us, nothing is too big for God. Keep that in mind. Here's my last verse of the day, and probably the most important, John 16, 13. When the Spirit of truth comes, He will guide you into all truth. I love that because it's saying that the Spirit is living within us and it's going to give us direction no matter what the matter is, no matter how small it is, no matter how large the matter is. Let the Spirit of God guide you into all truth. Jesus summed it up in one verse in John 14, 6. I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. All of man's questions of life are answered in this particular verse. Isn't that awesome? I watched a teacher talk about, uh, uh, or talk in a class about weights. And he asked, how much does a glass of water weigh? And of course, students pop up and say, oh, well, it's this many ounces or that many ounces. And, and he points out that the weight of the glass itself never changes. But if I hold it for an hour, then my arm starts to get sore and maybe even a little bit numb. And if I hold it all day, then my arm really starts to hurt. All of a sudden, the weight seems different, doesn't it? If you dwell on a problem in life all day long, every day, it's going to weigh you down. Remember to set the glass of water down. Let God give you rest. Rest in the Lord so you can be accomplished. The biggest mistake we make in life is to think we have time. Time is free, but it is priceless. You can't own it, but you can use it. You can't keep it, but you can spend it. And once it's lost, you can never get it back. Spend your time with the Lord and seek His guidance and direction. That you'll never lose. Let me go over a few takeaways for you. Here's what I'm getting from these verses. It says that we should be humble and fear not and to be strong and of good courage. Those are my first three points. Here's my fourth one. Listen to his instructions in teaching. That listening ear is so important in our life. Number five, walk in godliness. Be obedient. Number six, Take God's advice or suggestions. Number seven, God is still going to watch over us even if we take the wrong path. He's going to be there. Number eight, trust and seek God. Look for him. Look for what he has to say and what he wants to show you. Number nine, God will walk in front of us. Number 10, God will smash the obstacles of life. Folks, don't let circumstances in life get under your skin. God is more interested in changing me than he is in the circumstances. Our obstacles or circumstances in life may be what God is using to change us. Dr. Swindle says it best. The circumstances in life may not change, but maybe what needs to change 
is us. God bless you today. Let God guide you. Take the time that he gives you and use it wisely.